What's up, my friends? It's Rick Mulready here. Listen, if you are feeling like you're struggling to keep up with all the AI opportunities, or maybe you're wondering how to even start leveraging AI in your business without all the headaches, the AIFI newsletter is designed with you in mind, my friend. Every week, I simplify AI for you, showing you how to apply it and integrate it into your business so that you can work less and profit more. As one of my readers put it, it's a must-have for any entrepreneur who wants to get more done in less time. And they said there's a lot of noise out there and your information is up-to-date, yet just feels more calm and more relatable. So I want to invite you to sign up for the AIFI newsletter. It's free. Just go to rickmulready.com forward slash newsletter. That's rickmulready.com forward slash newsletter. Last year, I was really, really engaged in testing. Even though I had ads that worked really well, I was still really engaged in testing. And what I have found is kind of like the winning combinations that work for us. And knowing that feels so empowering because even though this is a brand new campaign, it's not the same campaign that I used before because it's a different landing page. It's different assets, right? I felt pretty confident that we would have a high converting campaign because I know the creative that works. I know the creative down to like words that work really well for us. I know the ad copy hooks that work really well for us. I know the headlines that work really well for us. In fact, we just gathered all of our ads data from the entire last year before we do this campaign. And I was like, we're going to pull out the highest performing of all of this. And I'm just going to take this and we're going to use this as the basis for this new campaign. And I think that's why I have so much success is that willingness to test, but also look at the data from those tests. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Rick Marty here. Thanks so much for tuning in today, as always. This is episode number 710 here on the show and got a returning guest here on the podcast. She's been on more times than Anybody else in the history of the podcast here, Neil Williams, she's one of our coaches inside of Accelerator, and she has her own business, neilwilliams.com, and Neil helps coaches automate leads and new customers coming into your coaching business so that you can sell out your coaching program. That's what she specializes in. And I did an episode with her a couple of episodes ago where we went through her sales funnel selling her $2,000 program. And and it was just an email funnel and she sells the crap out of it. (laughs) And I got so many messages from people like, I want a funnel like Neil. I want to do what Neil's doing, et cetera. And so for this episode, she's been doing live launches and for that same program. And she's been doing some things, not only during the launch, that are different than what a lot of people do and I think are super smart, but she's also getting ridiculously good lead costs from her Facebook ads. And so I asked her, I want wanted her to come on and break this down for you. Number one, what does she do during the launch in terms of she doesn't do a Facebook group, but she does a Slack channel, which is extremely effective for the launch. She does giveaways and all kinds of other things. And we break those things down for you on the episode here today. Also, what how she maps out her timeline for her launch. And then in the second half of the interview here, 
we get into ads and we break down how is she getting such amazing lead costs for her live launches. She gets the same lead costs for her live launches that she does for her free lead magnets. And I don't know too many people, myself included, who are getting those types of costs. So I wanted her to break all that down for you here today. And if you are a coach and you are look, you're just getting started and you want to automate those leads and sales coming into your coaching business so that you can sell out your coaching business or you're a more established online coach and you still want to automate your ads and a funnel for leads and new coaching clients selling out your program, I invite you to check out her 100K funnel course. So just go to neilwilliams.com. It's N-E-I-L-L-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S and uh, neilwilliams.com. And you can click right there. You can see her page for the 100K funnel course. And so without further ado, let's go break down what she's doing for live launches. Here's Neil Williams. Neil, so I've heard from so many people about not the last episode we did, but the previous one when you were on talking about your funnel for yeah. selling your $2,000 program. They were, I keep hearing like, I want to do what Neil does. That is the, <laughs> the, common, <laughs> the common sentiment after people listen to the episode. They're like, wait a second, I want to do that. I love how yeah. she's doing it, meaning she's selling a $2,000 offer without a webinar or like <laughs> yeah. just over email. I've heard that so many times. Yeah, so. I hear that too. Someone said to me the other day, can I just have your funnel? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> no, there, that was hard fought, that yeah. funnel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lots of iterations. That's right. And, and that's really what I want to talk to you about. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Thank you. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Not that specific funnel, but... You have been live launching you've been, and you've been live launching for a while and tried just like that funnel testing different iterations and so yeah. forth. And you, you've really found something that you really like based on the things that you didn't like from, from all the tests that you've been, that you've been doing. Yeah. And I want to have a discussion about your, Facebook and Instagram ads because you do really well with your ads from a lead cost perspective. And I think earlier this week, I mean, when we're recording this earlier this week, we were talking about, and I said, most people are getting lead costs for a live event, if you will, whether it's a webinar or a challenge or workshop or what have you somewhere in like the 12 to, you know, 16, 17, $18 range. Yeah. And you're like, what? I know. <laughs> really? I like, wow. I don't I know not numbers that large for, for my funnels. Made me feel really good about my ads. Yeah, as you should. So you made some changes to this workshop. Yes. And I'd love to know like, okay, what's the format of the workshop? And mm-hmm. what were some of the changes that you made to it? Why did you make the changes? And then I really want to start to break down your ads. Yeah. So this will be the third or fourth live launch that we've done. I think I started this in the fall of last year. Mm-hmm. And with any marketing strategy that I do, I think it's important for everybody to understand the reason why I do it is a selfish reason. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I always included my marketing strategy 
the skills that I really want to be building. So for instance, like the first of last year, I wanted to get really good at creating sales calls. So I did that and I created a really amazing sales call that people had to pay for and they wanted to show up for. I had a 99% show up rate and I did like 150 of those. And I was like, okay, I'm good with that skill now. Now I want to do something else. And so this live launching thing is, is just another iteration of that, of my own want and desire to build these skills for myself. So it started as a five-day workshop and I really, really love to teach. That's mm-hmm. one of my things that I just, it's just one of my favorite things. And I get a lot of feedback from people that I am a really great teacher that I can take complicated concepts and really kind of like drill them down and make them simple and easy to understand. And so I was like, it'd be really cool just to do a five-day workshop where I can just like totally just like love on all these coaches and help them with their ads and their funnels. And so we started that last fall, we called it hundred K funnel planning week. It was really great. We did that, I think three times and it was a success every single time, but the five days felt like a lot for me. So it wasn't just like five days of me delivering content. It was, I also have my marketing team available. We have a private Slack channel that we put everybody in. We have additional calls that we do as Q and A's to make sure that everybody gets their questions answered during the week. It's just like so much free marketing help for a whole week. And it takes a lot from me. And so after this last one, you were the one that we were asked me, you were like, well, (laughs) are you sure you want to do it this way going forward? Sounds like you're tired. I really am tired. And then I got a health diagnosis, which has made me rethink my entire business, my business model. And so this has been part of kind of the evolution of how these live events have changed for me. I still like the live event. I still want to build skill in it, but it's going to look a little bit different. So this one that I'm doing this go around is three days. And we're going to do that. And then after that, we're going to go to a slightly different model where we're just going to do one live webinar, workshop, whatever we want to call it every single week. So I'm just letting myself have more and more practice with that skill Mm -hmm. by launching for, and, and the goal is to do it for maybe like the next six months. And so all those reasons why I've changed it, but also one of the things that you and I were talking about, and, and as you just mentioned, my ads do really well. (laughs) So I get the same lead cost basically in a live for a live webinar or workshop as I do with my lead magnets, which is around five bucks a lead or less. And so you were like, we should just keep those ads going all the time. So I can do that with this new live launching strategy, which is one live workshop or webinar every single week. So that's kind of been the progression of the way that it's First of all, people everywhere, people everywhere who are listening right now are throwing up saying, wait, she gets, she gets lead costs, the same lead costs, whether it's a live webinar or a workshop that same as a lead magnet, which is very un, unheard of. So we're going to break that down. Yeah. What types of changes are you needing to make to the workshop to go from a five day to mm-hmm. a three day? And I think it's also important to explain, like when you say workshop, everybody has a different definition of that. What does that mean to you in this instance here? Yeah. In, in my definition of workshop, this is not just a webinar where you sit and you listen to me at you. We have workbooks, we have worksheets, we have things that we're actually doing together in the live classes. 
And in this particular case, what we're doing is we're helping busy coaches create their marketing plan that can, they can grow their business to six figures within working 10 hours per week. So it's literally a marketing plan that they're going to walk away with. So it's not just me teaching, like talking at them. I am, but I'm helping them complete this plan. And that's what they're going to take away with them at the end. Love it. So in my opinion, it is, it is interactive where you're actually doing work. That's what the workshop to me means. Is it a challenge? I wouldn't necessarily call it a challenge, but I don't know what my definition of a challenge would be necessarily. Yeah. It's really to help coaches kind of get a boost, a jumpstart in their marketing efforts. I love it. And the reason I bring that up is because you can really call it whatever you want it, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. But that needs to come from the clarity of what the promise is. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this workshop. Or I'm going to just launch or what have you. What's the promise of it? What do I want people to walk away with? Yeah. And you're like, they're going to walk away with a marketing blueprint to yeah. that. They could literally take and go start working on themselves. Yeah. And then you have an offer to join a hundred K funnel, which is your totally. course. Yeah, of course. But yeah. it's that clarity on the promise of this workshop. Yeah. And I think that's something that has evolved over these different live launches that I've done. That's where I was really struggling at the beginning was to figure out like, what is the thing? Like, what's the juicy thing that they get to have at the end of this and the marketing plan, at least right now, based on our ads and all of that seems to be converting very well. I would say it's converting better than any of the other launches that we Mm. have done. So yeah. What's simplified so, message? Simplified. Talk more about, talk more about that. Cause that is something that we talked about. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe when we did talk about that funnel in the two episodes ago here, where it was, it, it really is all about that message. I, I just posted in the accelerator Facebook group recently where I said, you know, when it comes down to it, business is at the core of business is really simple. Yes. And it's like, you have some form of expertise that (laughs) you can help people with. Right. What is the problem that you solve for people? Where are those people that you can, can help? Where are they hanging out so that you can be in front of them? And then the next one, I think it was number four. It's, you need to be clear on your messaging to be able to communicate very, very clearly and concisely what it is that you do and how you can help them specifically. And I think this is a really good example of you continue to evolve that message of the promise of what you're doing for them so that it is so clear and so compelling because you know your target audience so well. Totally. And moving from the five day to the three day, what what, why that was really helpful for me is I had to get even more clear and more simple, simplified on my message and what I was delivering, because now I have to structure the content in that way to make sure that that's what gets delivered. So in my mind, it was like a really great mental exercise to have to do that. You start to like, when you have to simplify something down into smaller and smaller timeframes, you have to just figure out what are the main levers here? Like what are the most important pieces? What's the one thing? And that really, really helped me in going from the five down to the three. And I'm going to do that again, as I go from the three down to just like a one hour webinar in delivering this. 
what, so I know people listening right now are like, wait a minute, what is your process for doing that? Because you're basically, you're, you're condensing it. Yeah, exactly. Are you removing anything or is it just a matter of simplifying it? And I'm not trying to oversimplify what you're doing, but like, how are you getting it from down from five days to, you know, three days to eventually one day or yeah, yeah, one webinar? I think it's a combination of all, I think I've done all three. So for instance, there's like day one, I always start with niche. Cause if you're going to do advertising, if you're going to do paid ads, you have to have a niche. Like you just can't be doing general stuff and expect ads to work. So yep. niche is number one. And I had, so I had to figure out how do I make the delivery of that easier and faster. This is, I think a great exercise for all of us as entrepreneurs. So I looked at my process and I figured out how to make it even easier. I just did a lot of the work on the back end and simplified the process. So now when I deliver it, it's a lot faster and we can get through it a lot easier, which means I have the opportunity to teach a little bit more in that one day than I did where before it was just the one day was just about niche. So now I get to talk about another topic in that day because I've simplified that down so much. So I think I've done both. I think I've removed some things that I think just don't necessarily need to apply. And I've looked at the main really big things. And then I've simplified how I deliver it and how people can digest it and implement it. Yeah. In addition to that, as you get down to like the three day, yeah, you do some really cool things as part of the live workshop. Yeah, we do. Some things that you know, some people do, but I feel like the way that you do it and also how you are communicating with the people in the launch is yeah. also quite different. What are some of those things that you're doing? Yeah. So again, this has all just been like experiment and we've learned some things that worked really well and we've added some new things and taken some things out. But some of the things that, that we have kept consistently because they've worked really well is we add a private Slack channel for mm. everybody who registers. And the reason why I like that is because this is a workshop where it's, again, like I, my expectations, and it's not just me like delivering content and teaching at you, but you're actually like doing the marketing work. We're doing it together in class. And if you don't get it done during class, we have the Slack channel for you to go to and ask questions. And I'm in there. My whole marketing team is in there. And so the idea is you get your questions answered to make sure you get that marketing work done over the course of those days. So that's been super popular. People have like, that's a, a heavy lift for me, quite honestly, because I have hundreds of Slack messages yeah. to answer. But I think it's been wildly valuable for everybody who is registered. And so we're just going to continue that piece as well. Did you ever try a Facebook group? I never did a Facebook group because I don't like Facebook groups. Okay. <laughs> is that why you chose a Slack channel? It is because I knew it. I already had it. It seemed easy for me to do and it's worked out really well. Did you ever get any feedback or pushback from people who are like, I don't know Slack or I don't have Slack? There's been a few people, but if you know my director of operations, Kelly, she's so amazing. She'll just like, she records this little video. We pin it to the top of the Slack channel. Here's how to use Slack if you're new to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so, and most people most. I mean, we've had maybe a couple handful who haven't known how to use Slack. The majority of people do know how to use it. What I love about, I mean, we use Slack in our business every single day. Like I, I, I'm a huge fan of Slack and I, what I love about the fact that you're holding the community in the Slack channel 
is, I don't know that there's something about the simplicity of it where yeah. when people are in Slack, unlike Facebook group, Facebook group, you get all the noise coming in their feed yes. and stuff like that. And so if they see a message, if you're doing a, you know, a community in the group, then you're lucky, you know, whereas yeah, as somebody who uses Slack a lot, if it's still going to be like, you know, they'll still get the announcements within, you know, a different workspace in there. However, it's its own dedicated workspace. You can see it right there. You go to it and it is like, I know why I'm here. And the yeah. discussion in this tool that I'm focused on right now is only for this workshop. Right, right. And I like it. And you could obviously communicate to everybody yep. all at once, all at one time, really easily. And you're not limited to that. You're not limited to like how many times you can do that. Yeah. 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 So for that reason, and also the other thing is I, I really want them to see like the experience of working with me and with my team and what that's like. And when they join my course, we put them in in a private Slack channel. And so they already have the experience Mm. of what it's like during the workshop to have that high touch and get people answering their questions. Smart. And so to me, it just seemed like a a natural place to put them. I like it. You also Slack has been amazing. Yeah. Do giveaways. We do giveaways. So we do something called a raffle copter. (laughs) So this was new. Our last launch. I didn't even know what this was, but Kelly, (laughs) my director of operations was like, let's try this out. And I was like, okay. And so the, the way that we do it is every single day we'll have them, we like give them a link and it's on the, the workshop assets page, which has all the replays. It has the workbooks. It has all, all the things. And we post the link to the raffle copter and they go in and they just answer some questions. And it's really kind of like a checking off, like checking off the to do is like, did you finish your niche worksheet? Did you finish your offer worksheet? Did you watch, did you attend live? Did you watch the replay? And they get points for every single thing that they checked off. They submit their entry and then we have daily drawings. So giveaways for things. So we just go in, I go in the morning before the next live content day and I pick a winner and then I announce it on the workshop. And it's super fun. I had, I enjoyed it. We had a ton of engagement with those people loved it last time. So we're definitely going to include that again. What are examples of things that you give away? So we gave away first when we were like, we do like a pre workshop giveaway. So everybody who's in, in Slack, we, it was like the, like 24 hours in advance or 48 hours in advance, something like that. We post in Slack, the Rafflecopter link. And we're like, enter this drawing and we asked them to do some things in advance. And then they got like a $50 Amazon gift card. So it was like before we even started the event mm-hmm. to get people excited and to get them knowing how to use Rafflecopter and used to using that and seeing messages in Slack and, you know, kind of like training them how we're going to be doing this. Yeah. And then throughout the, the days we give away, like I gave away a Samsung PXD one headset, which is the headset I use for all of my coaching calls. We've given away ads graphics. We've given away subscriptions to some AI tools. We've given away all like just all kinds of different fun yeah. things. And it's really popular. People love it. You get hundreds <laughs> so, of like entries for different things. 
We had, yeah, we had like 800 entries on one of them. And like, yeah, it was very, like I'm saying, there was a lot of engagement with the, with these. So when this is an external link that they have to go to in yep. order to do like their check marks and stuff like that, it's yep. not easy to do to get them to go over to another site to do this. Yes. How do you get such high engagement on that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was just like the first time that we did it. I think what we try to do is make it really simple, right? So as soon as they opt in, even in the confirmation email, we're like, bookmark this page because this page has everything on it. And so we put the links for everything there. We also like post it in Slack and we give them like, we, we pin it in Slack. So it's easy for them to find. And we, I will also mention it during the live content portion as well. Like I, so we re- reminded them and then I sent out a reminder email. I'm like, don't forget to enter your raffle copter to win the whatever. So there's multiple touch points. I think that if they don't see an email, then they might see the Slack or they might be on live. So I think that we have come at it from multiple places. The other thing that we do is SMS. So I did that yeah. last go around. And I think that contributed to the higher show up rates and the higher engagement rates. And so we'll just send out a text that says, Hey, did you fill out your raffle copter? Here's the link in case you didn't. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, I was just going to say, so what, how else are you using the SMS text messaging in terms of outside of like reminder of like of today's workshop or what have you? Yeah. So we're not really, we were really mostly just using it for reminders that we're going live, what we're going to cover, catch the replay, do your raffle copter. We did do during the last launch, I did take the group of people who was like the most engaged in Slack. Mm-hmm. And if I could, if I had their text number, I just texted them a little message oh, okay. and just to check in on them and just to see like, you know, if they had any questions about 100K funnel course, which is what I was promoting at the end of that, just for another touch point with them. What? But that was the only other way that we did that. What SMS tool are you using? We are using something called ClickSend. Okay. Easy yeah. to set up. E- really easy to set up. Yeah. Super easy to use. You can just do quick broadcasts. You can schedule things. It's kind of like, in my mind, it's like the way a CR email CRM works, mm-hmm. like same similar functionality. Okay. And so for me, it was pretty easy just to set up. And yeah. So you're doing the Slack channel, Raffle Copter, which I love the name. They're not a sponsor <laughs> of the show. Giveaways, you're doing SMS. Anything else that you're doing? Yeah. You see, I think that's it besides just the the live content portion. Yeah. And of course, like we're emailing or emailing reminders and, you know, things like that. So, and everyone always loves to know, like when they hear other people's timeline during a live launch, what's the, what's the timeline that you've been working off of? Two ladies just finished their Facebook ads set up to success calls with me. And if you have a similar challenge to them, then this kind of call might be for you. It's one-on-one, three calls with me over the course of 28 days, and you will have run a successful Facebook ads campaign during our time together. And the one-on-one coaching also happens with unlimited Voxer access to me in between those 
calls, and I have two spots left for June. So the first lady, she was boosting posts from Instagram, <laughs> and she needed me to show her how to do the about the same thing inside of Facebook ads, and I showed her how to do it with better targeting so she can reach the kind of people that she wants with more control for her business. The second lady had a program revamp and she was looking to run lead magnet ads to her new pro or to her new lead magnet so that she could sell people into the program so we looked at a number of lead magnets that she had and decided the best one for ads and then looked at some data that helped us understand how we would best run ads to that lead magnet i helped her get her ad account set up and in shaped and brainstorm and we also took a look at her landing page to decide which landing page style would convert and these are the kinds of things that i do during these facebook ads set up to success calls for you if you need go to the art of online business.com forward slash call or click on that same link down in the show notes below so that you can run your own Facebook ads successfully without having to hire an ad manager. I will show you everything I know to get your ads up and running. Well, not everything, sorry. I should say I will show you everything that's necessary so that I'm not overwhelming you, but so that you can get good results just like I can. I coach you step by step. You get to leverage in less than a month Lots of the things that took me longer than three years to learn. Hope this finds you well. Chat soon. So from like, we try to do pre-launch content on the podcast about six weeks in advance. Okay. What's the Same name of the podcast? The Six Figure Coach Podcast. Okay. So we try to talk about topics that we're going to be covering inside of the workshop and maybe feature some student testimonials and things like that. And then two weeks in advance, we start our ads. So we give ourselves a good, and this time we actually started them 16 days in advance because it was a brand new, we changed up our landing page this time around. It was different messaging. So I just wanted to give myself a little extra time in case I needed to swap some stuff out and do some testing, but it's running amazing. So two weeks ish for ads. And then we also do an email promotion to our entire list starting 10 days prior to the first day of live content. Gotcha. And then of course I have email nurture sequences going to everybody who registered because if somebody registered two weeks in advance, I want them to have it top of mind still yep. before I don't want them to drop off. So this sounds like a lot of work <laughs> to set all this up, which it, it is, is yes. I, but I also want to point out to people that since you're iterating and you're testing this different, different elements, like you do all that work up front once, and yeah. then it's not as, I mean, it's still a lot of work, but not as much work on the subsequent times that you're launching because you've done the majority of all that setting up yes. in the emails and so forth the first time. Yeah. You're just like copying what you did before. Mostly. I mean, maybe you'll swap out a headline or swap out some content or something, Yeah. but it, yeah, this, this time it's been the easiest so far because we've done it enough times that now I have all of the assets and I just copy and yeah, reuse them mostly. Okay. So we, we have to talk about the ads. <laughs> <laughs> so 
One of my favorite topics. I know. That's why I'm kind of laughing right now because it's like we can geek out on this stuff. Yes. So you you just mentioned that you changed, you know, like the landing page and stuff like that. Let's first start out with, let's get super basic. Like, how do you set up? Like, what's the setup of the campaign look like? Like super <laughs> tactical right now. You've got okay. a campaign. How many ad sets? How many ads? Yeah. So I will tell you about this campaign. It's it's a little different. Of course, it's evolved because we've learned as we've gone through. So it's just at the campaign level, obviously, I'm doing a lead campaign, lead generation campaign. That's how we're setting it up. And we have one ad set that we typically start with. It's a really good, like, it's our good kind of like test audience that we know we can usually get pretty good results with. Mm-hmm. And then we typically have five to six different ads that we start with. So we let that run for a few days. We look for the winners and then we turn off some that aren't aren't performing very well. And then after we have, I think I mentioned this on, on one of the other shows that we did after we have like a few days. And again, like with a webinar registration, it's a little bit different because you have a shortened timeframe here. It's not like we're just running forever, Mm -hmm. but after about four days, maybe five days worth of data, if it's converting really well, then we duplicate the ad set and we add a wide open cold audience. And that then those then those ad sets are kind of like running in tandem in that campaign, kind of driving that open one is driving down the cost of the other one. So, so I know people are reaching down on their phone to click rewind that 15 seconds or whatever, or they're hitting it on the screen in their car. So if when you find the winners after say four, four days or so you duplicate it into which kind of ad set. So I duplicate the, at the ad set level, I duplicate, bring over those ads because I don't want anything to change there. Right. And I just have a wide open cold audience, Yes, like literally wide open. It's like certain locations like the U S Canada, Australia, maybe Europe, and then, I mean, I don't even really do anything with age. I don't do anything with gender. The only other thing I do is I put English in the speaking part. And that is literally it. So you basically. put all the countries in there. I mean, I not all the countries, but like the big five, basically. I picked the big five. Yep. And how does that, how does that do for you? It does really well. <laughs> so this is something and I was leading Neil there for everybody listening. Like <laughs> this is something I've talked about here on the show the reason that that works so well, number one is, you know, Facebook's AI, Facebook's algorithm has gotten, is so smart to yes. like, you know, the, you've heard me here on the talk about in the show before it's the creative is the new targeting and it's not even new. I mean, this has been this way for the past couple of years, but it's have really good creative be testing creative and let the creative let the algorithm using the creative, I should say, find you the people that you want to be reaching. And so that's number one. Number two is when you have within the same campaign, you have like, like Neil mentioned, she's got one ad set that she knows works pretty well. Like the audience is there. And so now once she gets some traction there, starts and, you know, duplicates the ad set wide open audience. Now that wide open audience ad set is learning from the other ad set that's performing really well. And so yeah. that's the second element to this of why this works so well. Totally. 
And now we do this, we pretty much do this process with every single campaign that we do because it's worked so well for us. How long did it take you to find that, you know, the ad set where you have the target audiences in there that, you know, work pretty well? Like how long did it take you to find that? Not very long. I mean, I was testing audiences last year a lot more and we have basically two primary ones that we know for sure work really well. So I would say we tested those, you know, maybe in couple different campaigns, but it didn't mm-hmm. take us very long to find ones that worked. I mean, I kind of knew what ones would work, Yep. Um, sure. but yeah, just confirming out with those campaigns. And the other thing that I want everyone to hear is you have to understand, like I've been doing ads for a long time right now. Like I've done lots of testing. And so I would even say last year I was, I was really, really engaged in testing, even though I had ads that worked really well, I was still really engaged in testing. And what I have found is kind of like the winning combinations that work for us. So, and knowing that feels so empowering because even though this is a brand new campaign, it's not, it's not the same campaign that I used before because it's a different landing page. It's different assets, right? I felt pretty confident that we would have a high converting campaign because I know the creative that works. I know the creative down to like words that work really well for us. I know the ad copy hooks that work really well for us. I know the headlines that work really well for us. In fact, we just gathered all of our ads data from the entire last year before we did this campaign. And I was like, we're going to pull out the highest performing of all of this. And I'm just going to take this and we're going to use this as the basis for this new campaign. And I think that's why I have so much success is that willingness to test, but also look at the data from those tests. I feel like we should, we, uh, we could literally stop the episode right there. Cause it's like, <laughs> that is like music to my ears. And, and here's the thing is like starting two weeks out for a launch, starting two weeks out from, you know, day one of the launch to get registrations with ads is not the same as it used to be where you could go from like not running ads at all. And then, okay, cool. I am, you know, it used to be like nine days out, maybe 10 days out. And then you would start your testing for three days and then you would start to scale. And then you are hitting your, your, you're spiking your spend as, you know, in the past or in the last three days or so. And then you're good. Then you have all the people like, it's not, that doesn't work anymore. No. But just to kind of reiterate what you just said, Neil, is like, this works for you and you're able to start it two weeks out because you run ads regularly and you do testing. And so, you know, generally what works, like you just mentioned, you know, the words that work, the headlines and all that different type of stuff. Totally. It's so key. And and so I just want to point that out because this is not like Neil's just starting out with ads and seeing amazing results. Right. It's possible, but you've been, you know, like you said, like you spent all last year basically testing all these different types of things. And I also want to point out, and I want you to share if you're cool with it, like your lead cost here in just a minute. Oh yeah, of course. The reason that you, and and this is so important when you say looking at the data, the reason that you switched out your, or changed up your landing page is that the last time you launched, you said, all my numbers were really good. However, if I, if I brought up the landing page conversion rate, my overall launch numbers would have been way higher. Yeah, so it's, it's they would a, have doubled. 
What a, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. And so Huge, that's right? such great information because it's now like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to fix seven things. I can focus on, all right, let's try to bring up the landing page conversion rate because I know that yeah. if I do that, then my overall results from the launch are going to be double, as you just mentioned in this case yeah. here. Yeah. And the truth is I didn't hit my, I had a, I'd set a very big goal for last launch, mm-hmm. which is my new goal for this launch, which will be my goal until I hit it. <laughs> and we did not have, our ads did not convert as well as we wanted. It wasn't necessarily the ads, but it was the landing page conversion rate. That was the one thing that was like the sticky point. And we just didn't get it to work the way that we wanted to. So we didn't have the number of registrations that I had I had expected to have where I was, you know, planning my money goal around. Yeah. So it was totally fine. It was still way wildly successful for us. I think we had like almost a 10 times ROAS. Our lead to sale conversion, like our, our I'm sorry, our earnings per lead was somewhere around like $75, $78. So still like no yeah. complaints whatsoever. Right. But it's really interesting when we went back and we kind of like reflected on all the stats and we're like, oh my gosh, if this landing page conversion rate would have been at your normal landing page conversion rate. All of this would have doubled. Yeah. Would have been huge. Yeah. Right. I would have easily hit that goal. Yeah. So, and again, like it's all just learning. And I was never upset about that. It's just, oh, I guess I need a different landing page <laughs> this time. How is it converting now? <laughs> so now it's kind of so before I was really struggling to get it to convert at 20%. Mm-hmm. And my landing pages typically convert like 40 plus. Sometimes like I even had a, I had one that was converting at like 90 some percent, which is bananas. And we haven't been able to recreate that, but now this one's converting between 30 and 35%. Cold um, traffic. Cold traffic. So way closer to what my typical conversion rate is. And what's your lead cost? My lead cost is under $5. It's under $5 now. (laughs) For a live workshop. Yes. That is like, People are rolling their eyes right now. Like I would love to see that for my free lead magnet. (laughs) So with lead costs that, well, like like that, great. You mentioned before that you're running like five, you start off running five to six ads in, in one ad set. Now, a lot of people listening might not right now might be like, wait a minute, Rick, you always say that's too many. Yeah. However, all perspective here, right. Depends a lot on your daily budget. Yes. What you're spending. What So what kind of daily budget are you looking at? So again, I don't necessarily say that this is right for everybody, but I, again, I'm pretty confident in my ads at this point. So mm-hmm. I started off with like a $250 per day budget. So f- to have five to six ads, it's totally fine. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I wouldn't go over six. Yeah. But a mistake I see people making is that they're running, you know, ads for like $50 a day, but they have four to five ads in there, which I would, I would bring that down a little bit because we have to remember that when we're running ad campaigns at, you know, at an ad set budget, meaning we're setting the budget at the ad set level and let's just say it's $50 and you have four ads in there. Well, that $50 is going to be broken up, let's just say roughly evenly between yeah. four ads getting, you know, say 12, was it $12 ish yeah. per ad? Right. And Which isn't a lot of data. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're not, we're not giving the algorithm, you know, substantial opportunity to gather that data and get some results and so that we know whether this is actually working or not. So, yeah. yeah. 
Why do you think outside of all the testing and stuff, if someone's like, just boil this down for me, Neil, how you get such great results on your ads running to a live, you know, live lunch. Yeah. Well, I think it comes back to like the fundamentals of marketing is you have to understand your niche and you have to create an offer that they want. So everything that we're doing with our ads, I see people make this mistake all the time. They're like, ads don't work for me. And when I dig into it, I'm like, I actually don't think it's the ad. I think it's the offer in the ad that's not working, right? So 50-50, whether it's the offer or the ads, you know, the problem there. Yep. So I always say, be make sure that you have something that people really want if you're going to drive ads to it, because if it's not something people want, it it's going to be very like, I don't even know that it's possible to spend enough money to try and make it work even a little bit. Like it's just not going to work. Yeah. And so I think that it goes back to being very targeted with your niche and having an offer that is really juicy and compelling to that niche. And then when you stack the ads on top of it and you've done the testing and you know what works for your people, it's just, it's just a com- a winning combination. Yeah. Fundamentals of marketing. It's yeah. not necessarily pressing specific buttons or what have you in ads manager. No. <laughs> fundamentals of marketing that will make your ad campaign work much better. Totally. And testing and really figuring out what are those components? What are the creative types that your really work for yours? I, for a, whatever odd reason, for me, it's static or GIFs. Yeah. Videos just don't work very well. I'll keep testing them, but we just don't find success. And then it's understanding like within that creative type, is there certain images that work? Are there colors that work? Are there certain words that are like key words, you know, like those sound bites that really like your people are compelled to take action from. Yeah. And then it's the ad copy. Like those are the main components. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So what is what you're, you mentioned it before you, all of this, you're doing to sell your 100k funnel program. Right. Tell us a little bit yeah. more about that. Yeah, so my 100k funnel course is really a course <laughs> that teaches all of this that I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? The reason why I'm able to do this is because I figured all these things out and I teach all of that inside a 100k funnel. So that course is really designed to help someone build and launch profitable ads and an automated marketing funnel in 30 days for their coaching okay. business. For their coaching business. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm clear about this because my CFO pointed this out to me the other day. I want to make sure my marketing is really spot on. This is not for someone, a coach who's like, I just want to do general coaching and have like just general life coaching. I just don't think ads in a funnel work for that type of business model. Mm -hmm. But if you're a coach who wants to create a program and is ready to niche down and really start diving into the marketing part of business then this is a course that would benefit you. Yeah. So what are you teaching them exactly in, in the course you mentioned, you know, ads in a funnel. Yeah. This is the missing piece for so many people. I would say this is, this course is not knowing what, you know, knowing what I know about the course, this is not for people who don't want to do ads. Like I just want to do this (laughs) organically and build social media amazing go for it but it's not for that person no it is not yeah and and this is what's worked for you like you're you're sharing what's worked for you and you're breaking it that you're teaching people how to do this for their coaching business yeah 
Totally. Yeah. So we start like we start at the very beginning from niche again, making sure that you have a niche because it's very hard to make ads and funnels work without a marketing niche. And then we build your offer, your program offer. And then from there, we build out the assets of your funnel. So that's your lead magnets. And we look at your, we create your email sequences, your nurture sequence, your pitch sequence. We look at your landing pages and your ad copy and your sales pages, like literally all the assets inside of the marketing funnel itself. And we help you put them all together. And then once that's built and launched, then you're in phase two. Like the the build Mm. is what we call phase one. And then phase two, people are always like, I got it. I'm done. And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Like we should totally celebrate that you have that live. And we have a whole lot of work left ahead of us, which is the same phase. Yeah. And so we support you in that understanding what metrics to look at and troubleshooting like, okay, this is what's happening with my ads. What do you think I should do? This is what's happening with my email open rates or my click rates or whatever. And this is what, what do you think I should do here? So there's that whole process there as well. Would you say this is also for coaches who maybe they have an established coaching business now, but they're not, they don't have that sort of steady stream Yes. of leads and coaching clients coming in on yeah. a consistent basis. Totally. And I would say that's probably like the sweet spot of our market is, I mean, we have a lot of people who come in who don't have a program yet, which is fine. We have the resources to help them build that. But I think the people who find the faster success with the course are mm-hmm. those who are already like, they know who their people are. They have some part, some program, almost everybody that comes in is like, I had a program and I thought it was amazing, but then I watched this module on this thing and I have like a million new ideas. And so they do end up like refining it or changing it a bit, which is great. It's so fun. But then if you have that, it's just a matter of getting traffic to it. Right. And that's the ads job is getting the traffic into your funnel and walking your person through that journey from not even knowing who you are to knowing you, liking you, trusting you, and being ready to buy whatever the thing is that you have to sell on the back end. So that whole process. We were talking the other day and you said something, or I don't know, one of us said something. It's like, you can't help people if people don't know about you. (laughs) That's right. Right? It sounds so obvious, but like when you break it, like if you think about it like that, it's like, oh yeah, it's true. I, I need to let people know about me and what I do and who I am and how I help people. Yeah. Like we don't want you to be the best kept secret on the internet. Yeah. Actually, we want people to know who you are and what you do. <laughs> Just reminds me real, real quick. My wife went over to a, to tour a gym right near our house this morning because she'd never been there before. And it was one of those like, it's really, really nice, but it's a, like, there's no one at the front desk. It's like a, you have a card to get into it. It's like oh, 24 yeah. hour access to it. Yep. And she mentioned like the person that gave the tour couldn't have cared less. Like it was almost, she, she said to me, she's like, I almost felt like they're trying to keep it the best kept secret. And I was like, well, I hope this person isn't in sales because that's not a great, you know, it's not a really right. good sales strategy here. No, so hopefully that's not their marketing or salesperson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so where can coaches go to get the program? So if they want a 100K funnel course, <laughs> they can go to my website at mm-hmm. neilwilliams.com. And if they're not ready to buy a course, they want to listen and get some free help. Of course, I have my podcast. It's called The Six Figure Coach that they could listen to as well. Awesome. I will yeah. link those links in the show notes for today's episode. Always fun, Neil. We could talk about this stuff forever. So thank <laughs> you for coming back on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
Thanks so much for having me. All right. If you're a coach, as I mentioned, as we were just talking about, definitely check out her program, 100K Funnel. Go to her website, neilwilliams.com. Click on the 100K Funnel. Also check out her podcast, which is weekly with great content. It's the Six Six Figure Coach Podcast. Always good stuff. And as you can tell, Neil is just, she is a student of mastering different things. And she's been working really hard on mastering the skill of ads. And I really think that she's cracked the code here. And she teaches all that stuff for coaches inside of the 100K Funnel course. So really good stuff. Thank you for listening. As always, I appreciate you. Until next time, my friend, be well. And I'll talk to you soon. avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money i see these over and over and over again and i put them together in a mini email series this is not fluff each of the seven mistakes i also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes this is good solid and it will save you money or help you make more money with your facebook ads Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.